is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome on this Monday morning in the greatest nation on God's green earth. Yeah, we got a little bit of uh, cloud cover this morning, but uh, it's going to be nice and warm today and toasty. Hope all the fathers had a great day yesterday, Father's Day. This starts a new week. We're coming into the official day of summer tomorrow. And we thank you for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can run over to AffirmAmerica.com. Drop in your email address. We'll shoot out a notice when a new podcast comes out. Also, 2,000 Mules still playing over on AffirmAmerica.com. Check that out. Find out what happened in the 2020 election. All right, these are your top five headlines for this Monday, June 20th, 2022. Headline number five, FINA votes to bar trans athletes from competing against women. From ESPN, Swimming World governing body FINA on Sunday voted to restrict the participation of transgender athletes in elite women's competitions and created a working group to establish an open category for them in some events as part of its new policy. The new policy will require transgender competitors to have completed their transition by the age of 12 to be able to compete in women's competitions. The regulations would have a major impact on the career of Leah Thomas, who earlier this year became the first openly transgender woman to win an NCAA Division I women's swimming title. Thomas told Sports Illustrated in March that she wanted to continue to compete after college with the 2024 U.S. Olympic trials as a goal. From the BBC, FINA president Hussan El Musalama said the organization was trying to protect the rights of our athletes to compete, but also protect competitive fairness. He said, FINA will always welcome every athlete. The creation of an open category will mean that everybody has the opportunity to compete at an elite level. This has not been done before, so FINA will need to lead the way. I want all athletes to feel included in being able to develop ideas during this process. Okay, so finally some common sense coming to the sport world. FINA is uh, waking up because people have been speaking out against men in sports. And that's exactly what's going on with transgender men transitioning to women in sports. It's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. People that are men have uh, bigger bodies. They have larger hearts. They have more lung capacity. And having an open category makes a lot of sense. So in other words, you just have a separate category that's called the open category. And anybody can compete in that. Men, women, transgenders, you name it. Put them in the open category, let them compete, and whoever wins in that group, great. But to put a man in a woman's competition is absurd. And we can see all the pushback that's happened here in the last couple years since this whole mess started. So uh, kudos for Finna, and finally some common sense in the sport, but we got to continue to push on these things 
until common sense begins to take hold. All right, headline number four, the FBI investigating terror attacks on pregnancy clinics by pro-abortion radicals. From the Washington Times, the FBI confirmed Friday it is investigating attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers and churches, episodes of violence and vandalism that surged after the leak of a Supreme Court draft opinion that would overturn Roe v. Wade. The FBI is investigating a series of attacks and threats targeting pregnancy resource centers and faith-based organizations across the country. The FBI told the Washington Times, The FBI takes all threats seriously, and we continue to work closely with our law enforcement partners and will remain vigilant to protect our communities. The FBI National Press Office statement followed a full-court press from House and Senate Republicans, pro-life leaders, and religious groups urging the Biden administration to take action on violent incidents carried out by shadowy activists and extremist groups such as Jane's Revenge. From the Life site, a list compiled by the Pro-Life Family Research Council shows that as of June 16th, a whopping 52 pro-abortion attacks have taken place since the leak, including nearly a dozen acts of vandalism against Catholic churches and nearly 40 against crisis pregnancy centers. Despite the extreme rise in anti-Catholic attacks at the hands of pro-abortion activists, U.S. Speaker of the House and self-described very Catholic Nancy Pelosi dodged questions this week about the disturbing trend and instead praised abortion. Okay, so it's uh, good to finally see our FBI taking action, which is what they should be. They should be nonpartisan, and now they are stepping up to the plate and investigating some of these attacks on the pro-life clinics. And uh, what's really disturbing is the fact that uh, Nancy Pelosi is messaging with her comments that she's in favor of these abortion groups to take violent action by not coming out and affirming the fact that they should stop just by her changing her conversation in the middle of the question is just adding more gasoline to the fire. So this is what you get on the radical leftist side of the Democratic Party who's gone completely off the plantation. Nancy Pelosi is a far radical leftist. She didn't used to be that way, but she's moved so far to the left now, and we're seeing her actions mimicking her words. So this is what we have here today, and uh, I'm glad to see that the FBI has taken some action against these violent criminals. All right, headline number three. Disney's woke Lightyear film misses the target in box office. NBC, Pixar's Lightyear, an origin story about the astronaut who inspired the Buzz Lightyear action figure from the Toy Story movies, nabbed $51 million in ticket sales at 4,255 locations across the U.S. and Canada during its debut weekend, according to studio estimates. A respectable but lower-than-expected haul. Wall Street Journal Lightyear has garnished some controversy as 14 countries in the Middle East and Asia have banned its theatrical release after Disney declined to remove depictions of a same-sex relationship, including a kiss between two married female characters. Okay, so uh, these woke corporations, they need to begin to wake up and realize they need to stay out of politics. For some reason, they got the idea that they have to be the ones to spearhead this uh, 
radical leftist idea of same-sex marriage, of uh, lesbianism, LGBTQ+, plus whatever that stuff is. The numbers keep adding up on whatever they all mean, but uh, they need to stay out of this because it is not good for business. They have no business in there promoting this, and especially Disney, of all places, promoting uh, same-sex kiss on a child's movie is just going to tank their stock and people are turning away from Disney in groves. So uh, better wake up, guys. Better realize that you, you better just stay out of the whole issue altogether, be neutral, because business has no business talking about wokeism. All right, headline number two, Kamala Harris claims abortion does not go against church teachings. From the town hall, Vice President Kamala Harris argued that people can still support abortion without having to give up their religious beliefs as the U.S. Supreme Court is potentially set to overturn the landmark Roe v. Wade. Talking to reporters, Harris said that there is no conflict between religious faith and protection over abortion. From the RNC research, Kamala Harris, quote, For those of us, faith... I think that we agree there's nothing about this issue of abortion that will require anyone to abandon their faith. From the Daily Wire, Catholics, Evangelical Protestants, and many Jews believe abortion goes against their faith. Stephen Mansfield, Lord have mercy, this woman is either ignorant or deeply deceived. Kamala Harris agrees there is no conflict between abortion rights and religious faith. Well, there's another good reason why they goofed in selecting Kamala Harris as a vice presidential candidate, someone that is obviously not qualified to stand in that position because, number one, she doesn't know how to speak, and number two, she is, doesn't have a clue when she does speak. And she just puts her foot in her mouth, and she may, just makes absurd statements. So, uh, again, that's what you get with an illegitimate presidency. She continues to uh, show us who they really are, who they're really about, and what they really believe. So if you want more of this, just go ahead and continue to vote them in in the midterms. You get what you vote for, guys. All right, headline number one. Gallup poll finds belief in God hits all-time low among Americans. From Axios. The number of Americans who believe in God has dropped to the lowest level in the 78 years Gallup has asked the question per a poll out Friday. Driving the news, 81% of U.S. adults say they believe in God, down six points from 2017. Belief in God dropped the most among young adults, liberals, and Democrats, with these groups showing a drop of 10 or more percentage points compared to an average of polls from 2013 to 2017, Gallup found. More than 90% of Americans believed in God between 1944 and 2011. Conservatives and married adults experience little change in beliefs, and other subgroups, including education level and ages, experienced but a modest decline. From the Daily Wire, those who were married, as well as those without college degrees, were more likely to believe in God than those who were not married or with college degrees. Okay, so this is a little bit of a startling poll, realizing that uh, Americans are becoming a little bit more secular in their viewpoints when it was a very high percentage of people who believed in God. And now we're seeing a drop, especially on the liberal, more liberal side of things. So this is where the 
the biggest drop is, and which is not surprising just by how far left the Democratic Party and the liberals have gone. And as a result of this, then we see more and more of these secular ideas that come out, such as the transgender issues, the abortion, at-birth issues, the uh, LGBT communities, the critical race theories. All of these things stem from this uh, confusion about the Creator, confusion about God's principles and laws that uh, the Creator gave to us as part of this vast universe, principles of gravity, principles of law and order, principles of good and evil. Once you have a distortion of that and a misunderstanding of that, then all these other problems tend to exasperate themselves. So it's a belief in God and practicing the golden rule and the principles that made this country great and the founding spirit of our nation from our founding fathers. The reason why America expanded so rapidly was because of its moral values and principles brought here by our founding fathers. So this is something we need to consider more, discuss more, and continue to build up that religious faith because that is the fabric of our society. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Monday, June 20th. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. We'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 